Welcome back. Hour two of the Donna and Steve experience on my talk 1071 everything entertainment. Oh, let's talk about music's biggest night last night. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music with Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Oh man, so many great moments. Miley Cyrus, she had a great performance. Um, you know who was really great last night? Fantasia. Oh, she, she was, did a tribute, right? Yeah, she did Proud Mary in oh, honor she could of destroy that song. I'm oh sure. my God, she was so good, so good. Billie Eilish won Song of the Year for What Was I Made For. Annie Lennox was part of the In Memoriam package. She did a really great um, tribute to Sinead O'Connor, uh, calling for ceasefire in Gaza. Uh, I already mentioned Joni Mitchell won Best Folk Album. And then she performed for the first time ever at the age of 80. Uh, She did both sides now with Brandi Carlisle. And Tracy Chapman showed up and performed with Luke Combs. Do you want to hear a little bit about uh, that performance? Okay, here, let's listen. So you see her arm playing the guitar. And you're like, slowly comes up. Yes. Listen to the crowd. I really think that is goosebumps. Yeah. She seemed a little nervous to me. For sure. It's been a long time. Goosies. Okay, then he'll come in and you'll get the vibe. You got a fast car. There we go. Shut up. Sorry. You got a fast car. Not that often. I got a plan inside of Sounds good, right? I think he said in the package that this was like the first song he learned on guitar. Oh, really? Because he loved the song so much. And then the two of them together, if you scrub to like four minutes, if you could see the the time code there. Leah, yeah, they got thank good, you. good voices. Um, complimentary, it seems. But she sounded great, and you could understand why she would be a little bit nervous, too. There you go. I mean, everybody was, like, on their feet. So good. It was beautiful. Standing awesome. ovation. I loved it I so thought that much. that song, Fast Car by Tracy Chapman, came out in the mid-'90s. It came out in the late-'80s. Yeah, we were like because I was in college. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember? I remember seeing her perform that song on TV when I was a kid. When the first time, and she was at a piano, I believe, playing it barefoot. Do you remember that? I don't. I had this like memory in my head flash up. I gotta, uh, I'll, I'll dig into that because she's kind of got that hippie vibe. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? My parents loved her. My NPR loving oh, parents and are that, huge fans. And that other song that she's got, um, call me. Give me one reason. Yeah, it's called so good. Such a great song. Yeah, such a cool vibe. It was a really, really fun night. Um, we'll get to Jay Z in a little while. We'll do that at eleven because he uh, won the Dr. Dre Global Impact Award and he brought his daughter on stage, Blue Ivy. That was kind of cool. I mean, I don't really know what the purpose was other than. 
her just standing there and and watching. Well, she was a big part of Beyonce's tour this summer. Oh, that's yeah. true. She brought her on stage. Okay. But oh. Beyonce wasn't up there. What do you so. have against dads bringing their daughters on stage? Nothing. Donna? I'm sorry. I blew up everybody. So Steve's anti-Dolly Parton and your anti-father-daughter relationships? <laughs> sure. Fine. Fine. Anyway, I have other music news. Oh, Billy Joel performed his brand new song. That was fantastic. Um, Meryl Streep was in the audience because her yeah. daughter, her youngest daughter, is married to Mark Ronson. Mark Ronson. Uh, that was kind of cool to see her. Taylor Swift and her entourage also By came the in way, late. Uh, Taylor Swift, yeah, came in late. Meryl Streep came in late. Um, Taylor Swift seemed happy, genuinely surprised that she won. Happy it was not. Yeah, she was happy, but she. Did you notice that when she won for how, album how, for album of the year? How surprised she was from the moment they called her name, Donna. She always has that surprised look on her face, though, like with her hand over her mouth, like. Oh, is that her thing? She was committing to it after she won that award last night, like she was in disbelief. Whereas I was thinking they're going to say Taylor Swift, right? Taylor Swift. Yeah, I totally thought they were going to say Taylor Swift. Now some people were upset. Because they said that Taylor Swift, in this moment of setting Grammy history, winning album of the year for four times, first recording artist to ever do that, suck at Frank Sinatra, suck at Stevie Wonder, suck at Paul Simon. Taylor's words. Those were her words. <laughs> it's not true. Lies. No, but after, um, or when she went and received the Grammy, she took it from Celine Dion, mm-hmm. who had made a surprise appearance after being out of the spotlight for a long time with stiff person syndrome, people said that she didn't ag- properly acknowledge Celine Dion. Celine Dion, I agree. The queen. I I noticed that as well. I was like, wow, she didn't even like look at her. She just kind of grabbed the Grammy and then yes, yeah, and continued with like the looking around of like, oh my gosh, did this really happen? Right. I'm giving Taylor Grace in that yeah. category. I feel like you could be if you are genuinely overwhelmed. It's like an out of body experience. Right. Yeah. Yes. And it's like, oh my, and I'm sure later she would be like, yes, Selena's the queen. Well, you know, and the especially because Miley Cyrus had acknowledged Mariah Carey in such a way, you know, great reverence for the queen, who looked amazing, by the way, Mariah. She looked amazing, darling. Oh, collagen. Probably doing collagen, right? Sure. You're on collagen. I'm on collagen. Everybody's doing collagen. Everybody's doing it. Anyway. Um, So, yeah, it was a good night. It was a really good night. It seemed like if you're any award show, you want moments. You want moments that people are talking about on Twitter. Right. And on social and on YouTube the next day. And I think you got all that. And I think the speeches were short. Which were which was good, although we could have tightened things up by limiting Trevor Noah's monologue. You thought he went on too long. Well, and it was like, please keep your speeches short. No, you keep it short. We're here to see the artists. You're such a purist right now. Like you're upset that he was trying to inject comedy into a music show. How precious is this? Plus, I mean, Jay Z got up there and was like. Yeah, the Grammys gets it wrong most of the time. Then Drake later was like, yeah, by the way, hip-hoppers, it doesn't matter if you win a Grammy or not. Let's unpreciousize the Grammys. I want to laugh. Make me laugh. Well, no. Laughing loosens people up. Put on Comedy up. Central if you want to laugh. It's not 1994. People aren't turning to Comedy Central to <laughs> laugh. Okay? They're not running stand-up specials all the time. <laughs> Laughter is good. It gets the room loose. No, it's fine if it's funny. Now, that's what you were hiding. <laughs> 
You just didn't think Trevor Noah was funny. He he was fine. He's a fine human who's talented. It's just not my cup of tea. It went on pretty long. It was like, okay, we get it. Let's get on with the show, dude. Because I'd rather hear somebody's speech than more of this. Sorry. Whereas I, I feel like I'd almost <laughs> never want to hear somebody's speech. Weird. Speeches so often. Well, then you should keep that in mind <laughs> the next time you graduate from high school. <laughs> now that's personal. That was a low blow, Donna. Well, so that's I, personal to these people, too. Oh, they're, they're their agent and their management company. You're interested in, like, the most boring part of the show. The first line, the first two lines of what they say is usually the most authentic and interesting. And then after that... It's going to get too inside baseball, too off the rails, or too preachy. These are our options. All right. Fine. We got to go, but we're going to come back. What if Ricky Gervais was at the Grammys and he actually vaudeville caned people off of the stage? A hundred percent would love that. He is the judge, jury, and executioner there. Because he's funny. And he calls out celebrities. For getting on their soapboxes and preaching about whatever they're interested in in that moment. I'd be careful if I were him, though, if he were hosting the Grammys. What do you think? Suge Knight's going to come out? Yes. I'd be a little, I'd be a little careful because things can break out, you know. If he, like, badmouthed Jay-Z, you don't think Jay-Z's got some thugs hanging around that are going to no, rough him up? No, he's there with his daughter. No, that's true. He's there with his daughter. Plus, Ricky Gervais, he's got security, right? He's got security wearing the furry hats. <laughs> right? The red jacket furry hat Buckingham. People. That's um, my point. Palace. Yes. Yeah, all right. Good one, When Steve. we come back, um, I did something in my car over the weekend to my car that for many of you will seem like a very small achievement, but when you're someone who has as bad a track record as I do with mechanical and can-you-fix-it things... It was a moment that I will never forget. Say so what happened. When we you. return, Donna and Steve on my talk. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hi. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Where talk is fun. It's one of the fun things. Yeah, it's one of the fun things of the day um, for us. So I'm going to be selling a vehicle. I still, have, I still have my old vehicle. I'm listening. No, I'm not selling it to Why you. Why not? Because then two years from now, 
when the muffler goes, you'll be like, you know, that muffler in that car you sold me when that lemon. Yeah, <laughs> I just can't with you. Come on. No, I don't want to well, sell it. No, no just Carfax that thing. No, I'm no. You can Carfax yourself. All right. I don't want. How many miles on that thing? It's got, <laughs> it's got 124,000 miles. All right, yeah, I don't want it. Doesn't smell near as bad as your current vehicle. <laughs> and I only say that from previous experience of sitting in there once. I have I was like, dogs. Did, I know. And I was like, did they die in here? <laughs> in route to? The crematorium. <laughs> or did she spread the ashes in the back seat? Rude. I don't think the ashes smell. No, it just had like a, a soot, stale, mildew smell. And that's fine. That's potpourri, friends. I have this car that has 124,000 miles on it. And um, I had let it sit in the driveway because I didn't sell it before Christmas like I wanted to. I, I have just dragged my feet so much on this. I don't want to deal with this. Why don't, don't you just it. trade it in? Why do you have to be like this? Because when you trade it in, Donna, you don't get nearly as much money because a dealership will buy your car and, and they'll then, say, hey, we'll buy it for $10,000. And then you know what they'll do? They'll sell it for fifteen. They'll look at it real quick and then mm-hmm. they'll sell it for thirteen two five. Mm-hmm. So anyway, blah, blah, blah. Point is, it was all good, ready to sell it. And then I didn't follow up when people reached out. So on Friday, I go to turn the car on because I'm like, all right, I need to drive this thing around. Don't let cars sit around too long. Fill it up with gas and go get an updated car wash. I go into the car, stick the key into the ignition. It's got ignition, this thing. It's got all the bells and whistles. And I go to turn it. Nothing. Not a noise. Not a nothing. Dead as a doornail. Doorknob? You do you, man. Doesn't matter. Who cares, man? That is a door. And I was like, I'm going to need a a battery. I go to the battery store. I'm not going to give it a shout out. No, no, no. Hello, boss. That doesn't turn into an endorsement. The sales team is asleep at the wheel. No, I'm kidding. I went to O'Reilly. I go in. It takes me a long time to figure out which you battery should I get. You should have gone to get. Five Guys. Again, Donna, that's not a mechanic <laughs> shop. That is, they sell burgers and fries. Not the worst idea you've had, because I could always go for some burger and fries, but <laughs> Five Guys, despite what Donna thought for years, is not a mechanic shop. It's not Pet Boys. She thought Pet Boys was selling burgers, and Five Guys was doing transmissions. <laughs> I mean, I can see. Because you can never see inside the store, inside the place. It's just like the windows are wrapped. And I'm like, oh, well, clearly that's an auto part store. Because, you know, they have to keep that under lock and key. Don't show anybody <laughs> the illegal tinting that they're doing at Five Guys. Uh, hey, honey, you hungry? I'm stopping at Pet Boys. Do you want an air filter to chew on? Maybe you're pregnant and you're going through that Pika stuff where all you want to eat is cigarette butts and, and a, a five-star notebook. <laughs> No judgment. Anyway, I go, I get the battery, I get an air freshener while I'm there, because I was like, oh, that might smell nice in my other car. It was an Axe body spray air freshener that you clipped onto your air freshener. Hear me out, though. I was like, I smelled it. I scratched and sniffed it, and I was like, that's a good smell, what I'm smelling right now. I tell the people at the front desk, these two ladies, I say, well, now to find out if I can YouTube my way to getting a new battery in. And the one woman said, I bet you can. And I said, I bet you don't know my track record. Sure enough, 10 minutes later, after trying to get the air freshener, figured out how to clip this damn thing onto my vent. Excuse me, dang thing. Had a small child in my life who said that they heard me say the D word on the air. Family friend. Oh, no. And so Uncle Stevie wants to say, oopsie daisy. He used the big boy word there. 
A bad boy word. Donna. <laughs> I bring in the air freshener 10 minutes later. And I said to the woman, I cannot get this to clip onto my air freshener, onto my clip, onto my vent, because it was a thicker bezel vent. Doesn't matter, but the point what is, I lady? said to her, Who's the lady? lady, there were two ladies at O'Reilly's. Pay attention. This story is awesome. Oh, God. As I returned it, I said, do you still want to keep the bet that you now think I can successfully change my battery when I couldn't get a clip-on air freshener under my car? Want to change your money at all here? Sure enough, though, Stevie Boy says to my daughter, Adeline, let's go. We're going to learn to put a battery in together. Said, your father's never done this, but we'll always have this moment. It'll hashtag battery day. Dad, do you remember battery day? Is that why you have the new hairstyle? Because you were electrocuted? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Donna. All right, go ahead. I YouTubed. How to change out this battery. Awesome. That's smart. I used a socket wrench thing, the kind where you turn it and then it like click, 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 clicks back. You know what I'm saying? So you yes, can get torque. My boys know what I'm talking about, right? Where torque. did you get the socket wrench? I got it from a store. Oh, okay. From Bloom Bleepo. Got it. And uh, I used it. I did it. I put the battery in and I said to my wife, come out and stand on the porch because I'm going to try to start this car. And I said, tell me what pep talk me if it doesn't make a noise. She said, it's fine. We'll figure it out. The day is young. I said, all right, here goes nothing. And I turned it. That engine turns over, Donna. I successfully changed a battery. Son of a gun. I get out of my car, throw my hands into the air, yell down to neighbors three doors down, and I said, I did it. I changed my battery. They were happy. There were other people who Bravo, passed by. Steve. I had never seen them walk past our neighborhood before. And I said, hi, you guys don't know me, but I want you to always have this image burned into your brain that I'm the guy who tinkers on my car. Hood was up and everything, man. Let's have you change the oil next. You can do it. You can do it. You should do it. Because women, Barbie, what the hell was that movie all about? Changing right. your own oil, probably, more or less. You're right. Well, I got YouTube. What do you think? You're better than me. Why don't you change my oil? Now that's really progressive. How much you want for that car? I'm not selling you the car. I'm never going to sell you that car. I don't care if you gave me a great offer right now. I'd say no. I can't deal with the emotional baggage that will come. Anytime, anything. I'm hearing a clicking noise now, Steve. (laughs) I need to sell it to a stranger. Call now, 651-641-1071. We're going to play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Okay. Next, Ben Amir Donna win a prize. Bye. Bye. Hi, good morning. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Olivia Rodrigo performed this song on the Grammys last night. Now, Steve, you heard it wasn't good? That was the word on the street from the 13-year-old community. I thought it was good. She had blood on her face. That's cool. Yeah, I just heard it was pitchy. Really? I heard vocally. And I I said, no, that can't be. I said, she's got a great voice. I didn't even notice the pitchiness. But I detect a little bitch in her. Hey, Donna! What's your problem? You're my problem. You're weird. You are. It's Monday. Time to go to college. 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 It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. 
Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. Well, you don't get fun Uncle Mike today. <laughs> you get uh, you get uh, the mean babysitter Leah here coming in. The mean babysitter. <laughs> Yay, no, happy to have you, Leah. Oh, thank you. So College of Pop Culture Knowledge brought to you today by 191 Virtual Academy. Google 191 Virtual Academy to learn more about supporting your child's passion and purpose. Nice. Yes, we like that. All right, so this is kind of fun. Donna, you're in the lead. Last time I was here, you were not. So I I like seeing that you were leading 12 to 11. Today is National Weatherman Day, and we have Shauna on the line here. Hi, Shauna. Hi, I'm going to try to redeem myself this time. <laughs> Did you, wait, what happened last time? Remind us. I went with you and we lost. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know you, Shauna. <laughs> yeah. What was our topic? I think it was either like movies or music or something like that. Oh, man. You're picking Steve, aren't Come you? Come on, Shauna. Give me a I chance, am. sister. All right, yes. fine. I'll yes. find chocolate. Run down to the cafe and grab us some Celsiuses. No. Why? Did we get your steps I'm in? I'm actually which... drinking a Celsius right now. Me Steve. too. Me too. What? what? Oh, my God. You guys are like my best friends. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I want Steve, one Steve, so you be quiet. Bad. You're not part of the group. I want to I want to be. <laughs> Poor Steve. I'm going to go get some chocolate. Goodbye. <laughs> Wait, what was our topic? Weatherman. National Weatherman Day. Apparently, it's a thing. Is this a gifting holiday? Where we this supposed, is, to, supposed uh, to Chris and Ken, everybody gets yep. here. I got you the snow. Yeah, Shoot. there you go. Bye. Well, uh, yes, this this might be a, a Steve centric topic, which you were asking me for this morning. You were Steve yes, that's like, what I want. Is this going to be up my alley? And I I think it might be. So has Donna left the studio? She's gone now. I tried to point her in the direction of the calf, and she mouthed oh, no to me. Come on, come on. All right, so bear with me as I get through here. So we're gonna we're gonna ask the question. I'm gonna start the timer. Steve, you're gonna answer. Okay. And then um, Sean, I'm gonna pot you down here for a second here. Um, but we'll come back to you. But yes. listen closely, Shauna. Listen closely. Um, hopefully you can hear this. Okay. So first question. Pop culture's most beloved weatherman could be Phil Connors. He was introduced to us in this 1993 Harold Ramis movie. That is Groundhog Day. All right. This actor played a news anchor in the highest grossing comedy of 03 and then a weatherman in the next year, the next year in the That's movie. Steve, Steve Carell. Okay. He played Brick, yeah. Then in 05, this Oscar winner played Dave Spritz, a local meteorologist in a movie titled The Weatherman. Hmm, Shauna, think of that one. The movie is called The Weatherman. Read it again. In 05, this Oscar winner played Dave Spritz, a local... Sam Rockwell. Okay. Those are your answers. All right. So now we got to ask Shauna. You now we'll come bring Shauna back in. Shauna. Did you hear all those, Shauna? Um, yes. Read question three again. In 05, this Oscar winner played Dave Spritz, a local meteorologist in the movie titled The Weatherman. Do you know who that was? Uh, Nicholas Cage. Nick Cage. All right. Well, you get the final say there. Uh, now we got our answer. Donna! All right. I called Donna back in. Hey, Donna. Hey. Come back in. Happy to have you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you spray again? I. Why do you keep asking me that? I did not spray again. Mm-hmm. I've sprayed at home, and that's it. I haven't sprayed since then. Not in the car? I did not spray in the car this morning. All right. How'd you I guys do? I sprayed in the car. Before. At home. Yeah, I must have put a lot on at home. 
And I'm wearing the cheap stuff today, too. Uh, Donna, we, I think, at least got two out of three, maybe three out of three. Okay. I think you could do well, but I bet you'll get confused with the second one. Okay. Okay. Are we ready? We're going to jump into the first uh, question here, and then I'll start the timer. So, pop culture's most beloved weatherman could be Phil Connors, introduced to us in this 1993 Harold Ramis movie. Uh, I always say Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. All right. Number two. This actor played a news anchor in the highest grossing comedy of 03, and then a weatherman the next year in the movie Anchorman. Uh, Steve Carell. And in 05, this Oscar winner played Dave Spritz, a local meteorologist in the movie titled The Weatherman. Oh, oh, uh, D- Dan Levy, I, I think. I don't know. That's what I'm going with. Yeah. Uh, the second one, I don't think that's Steve Carell. Uh, well, who cares? Whatever. Bye. Okay. <laughs> Another strong, confident showing. <laughs> Shauna, Shauna, how are you thinking about uh, how you picked today? Um, I'm thinking I'm probably going to redeem myself. I can't wait. I'm looking up how old Dan Levy was in 2005. I'll wait till we get to that question. Dan Levy. Okay. Dan Levy, not uh, Not Eugene Levy. No, no, I meant Eugene. Well, you didn't say it. (laughs) Oh, no, I meant Eugene Levy. And so, let's see here. What is that? 19 years ago. He would have been 21. Fresh new weatherman. (laughs) Dan Levy was... He would have been 21 back in 05. Oh, he's a little older than I thought he was. He's 40. I'm, I'm Dan Levy's age. You're Dan Levy's age. I'm Dan Levy. I am not that far from Dan Levy's age. Okay, okay. Donna? Today I learned. I do not want to discuss We're this. We're not going to talk about that with okay. Donna. Right. It's not polite. Sorry. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, should we go through these? Okay, so our first question was, pop culture's most beloved weatherman could be Phil Connors. Introduced to us in 1993. I think we all watched it last week, right? The movie... Groundhog, Groundhog Day. Day. I thought the third one might have been Groundhog's Day. Uh, hmm. okay. um, this actor played a news anchor in the highest grossing comedy of 03, and then a weatherman the next year in Anchorman. It was Will indeed Ferrell. Steve Carell. Steve Carell. Oh, you, oh, you got that right. Huh. But then you changed it. I didn't change it. Well, then at well, the end, she said, just, said she just undermined okay, her so. own. Okay, yeah. so, so. But he played Brick. I love Lamp. Loud noises. <laughs> Brick, you stabbed a guy <laughs> with a trident. <laughs> All right, uh, then in 05, back in the day, this Oscar winner played Dave Spritz, a local a local meteorologist in the movie titled The Weatherman. It was indeed Nick Cage. Let's go. Nick yes. Cage. Yeah, Shauna. Thank you to Shauna for bringing out the win in that okay. one. Okay. All right, you did it. You, yes, won, thank you, you won. You're going to get Finally. a T-shirt now. I think it's a cotton poly blend, which means it's uh, drier safe without shrinking. I'm happy. Today has been a good day. I won, and then I have a promotion interview coming up this afternoon. So <gasps> You're going to score. I love oh, yeah, this. Good for you. So what are you yeah, going to... What's your... I've kind of gone up, so... <laughs> What's your strategy to get the promotion later today? Like, what are you what are you trying to communicate to them during this meeting? Um, that I'm a fast learner. I've been really good on my job, getting my audits right, and I have my supervisor to back me. So that's good. You got and you know this. what else you, got you got can this. add into it? You could do something like, listen, this is a world of like transient careers. Everybody tries to go from one thing to another to another. I, I've had friends ask me, why haven't I done that? But the reason is I love it here and I want to continue to Aww. grow here. And if we could mutually commit advice. to that growth, that would be a wonderful thing. And then they're they're like, all right, we're investing in, a, in an employee who wants to stick around here. 
I've been here. I've been involved with them about two years. So yeah, definitely don't plan on leaving. All right. Hey, Shauna, way to Shana, go! Shauna, you did Thank it. Thank you. Awesome. Hang on the line. Shauna. What? How old? How old are you, Shauna? Do you feel comfortable saying that on the airwaves? I am thirty-eight. I have okay. a son in college. Let's so. go, oh, Shauna. Wow. Nice. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, she has a son in college. Yeah. Early start, man. Uh, yeah, I started early too. Yeah. She's My- got youth on her side. Yes. Yes. Definitely. Exactly. All right. Bye, we- Love you. Mm. Bye. Do you guys want the tiebreaker just for fun? Yeah, yes, please. All right. Bill Paxton played a TV meteorologist in this 1990. Donna. Uh, it's called Twister. Yeah. Nice, Woo. Donna. That's one of my husband's favorite movies. And then. That's a good when one. When we first started dating back in 1996, he was like, I love this. Get it on VHS. I've never watched Twister the whole way through. You know, it's good. I know it's the fun. cow scene. Yeah, that's, that's a little scene. disturbing. You got us all into storm chasing. Yeah. Could you, oh, my God. Could you imagine? I, Mother Nature scares me. Yeah. Tsunamis <clears throat> scare me. Oh, my God. Terrifying. Tornadoes. Right now, they're dealing with flooding. Not a big fan right? of mudslides. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Unless about- it's a Texas mudslide and I'm on a cruise. Am I right, Donna? Yeah, sure. Avalanche. What do you think the scariest... I don't want to be buried alive. That would be Weather awful. phenomenon. So if I gave you these two, you're in an area that is going to be directly impacted by an avalanche, mm-hmm. a big earthquake, mm. a tsunami, Mm-mm. or a hurricane. Let's go tsunami. Oh, really? I don't want to be pulled out into the ocean. Wait, but are you saying you want the tsunami? You're choosing oh, tsunami? Oh, oh, I thought you said what would be the worst. I don't know. You. Maybe that is what I said, but obviously I changed it in my mind okay, and I expected it's you to fine. figure that out. Everything is fine. I cannot be in an avalanche. No. Oh, my gosh. To be buried. Oh, no, I can't. Why are you? Why do you do this? You're so dark. I'm watching that show, Fool Me Once, by the way. We're like six episodes in. What's that about again? Murder mystery. Who's in it? No one I've ever seen before in my life. What's it on? Netflix. Okay. It's based on the novel by... Oh, man. Dang it, Donna. You don't know. Just wait, I know. All right. What's it called again? Fool Me Once. Because somebody said this last week, Harlan Corbin. And by that, I mean Harlan Coben. Do you know uh, Harlan Coben? I do not, but I like the name Harlan. I have a brother-in-law named Harlan. You do not. Yes, I do. Really? Yeah. Who is he married to? My sister-in-law, Tara Shea. Okay. Thank you for sharing that vulnerable information. I just feel like if we get to know each other's like family trees a little bit better, maybe we'll connect more. Does Sue still smoke? No. That's good. No, not for a long time. And I called her Stinky Sue once on air, and now I'm like in the timeout corner. Yeah, that's just like a rude thing to do. How would you feel if I called <laughs> one of your kids, you know, stinky? If they smoked, I'd be like, you're right. Sorry, smokers stink. If no one in your life has told you that. Wow. Do they or don't they, Donna? I, I they think that's the a really blanket of, statement. No, it's the residue of smoke. Smoke gets on your clothes. It gets on your walls. It gets in your cars. They're lovely people, but they know they're fighting a smoke odor. 
I'm gonna go. Donna! I don't want any part of this. See, we were connecting, and now you're just shaming people. You know who always splits us up? Your sister, Sue. (laughs) If you look at it. We gotta go, All right. All right. I don't know what we have when When we we come come back. back. Oh, we have sad news. Uh, There was sad news out of Hollywood with a, a major star who passed away in his sleep at the age of 76, and it felt pretty sudden it's going to impact some Super Bowl commercials as well. Uh, we'll tell you about that. And a bizarre a bizarre casting by Saturday Night Live. Remember that guy who got fired a few years ago, tried out four days later, they found that there were some uh, questionable comments he had said in the past. Sort of, kind of, and not exactly. Canned. Okay, I'll remind you of that story. Guess what's happening to him next. That when we come back, Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, it's Donna for Blaze Credit Union. Blaze happens to be, I, I can see all the signs changing too when I pass an old Spire Highway Credit Union. What happened was those two credit unions merged. So now we have Blaze Credit Union. They still offer all the great loan options that they did before. They are still offering free checking and they are still giving back to the community. Blaze has got over 250,000 members, 26 locations. There's going to be two more this year. And the cool thing about Blaze is that they're driven by Midwestern values like community and integrity and hard work. I happen to be a member of Blaze. Steve is a member of Blaze. I have a savings account. I financed my car through Blaze. But they also offer all kinds of loans, mortgage, home equity loans. Also, Blaze is an official credit union of the Minnesota Wild. So they offer a lot of cool stuff there. You'll have to ask about about it. Go to BlazeCU.com. They are insured by NCUA, an equal housing opportunity lender. Hi, good morning. Welcome back. The Don and Steve Experience, My Talk 1071, where the local time is 10 48 <sighs> sorry the lunatics have taken over the I asylum think it's fun oh, i was talking to brad hi everybody hey donna hey man uh 45 50 50 52 those are your next four days winter can suck it I but don't then know it if does that's go into the 30s. Forever, though. no there's going to be uh, a more typical weather pattern coming in for the back half of april Okay. The back, what? Did what? I say April? You did? It's fine. Make sure you're listening. <laughs> did you mean March? I think I meant February. It is February. I know. In the oh, back you half mean of the it, back half be... of it. Okay. See, we figured it out. Yeah, this is great. And if Pro- I would have accidentally solving, said right? October there, we would have still been walking it back because we were going to do that sucker one month at a time, no matter. Huh. You know what I mean? I sure do, Steve. Bye-bye. Let's play a repeat. Let's play a repeat. I don't know what that means. Once a week, or one to three times a week, we oh. can choose when we no longer... Want to be present? Doing the stuff. <laughs> and we just play an old segment. And then we have an elongated break. Okay. Thanks, Donna. You know... Thank you for this riveting commentary. Carl Weathers passed away last week. I, I know. Took a lot of people off guard. As far as we could tell, he was not battling a health issue. Not as far as I read. He passed away peacefully in his sleep. He was 76 years old. He, of course, played Apollo Creed in the Rocky movies. Yes. He also starred in Predator, 
Chubbs and Happy Gilmore. Didn't we see him also in Mandalorian? All three seasons. Yes. All three seasons, indeed. Um, so sad. They played a bounty hunter in The Mandalorian. He also appeared on shows like Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, Chicago Justice. Played a hilarious version of himself on Arrested Development as well. He became an actor back in the 70s. Uh, played in the NFL and the Canadian Football League prior to that. But he was also, this is something that like has a change that has to happen now this week because it's caught everybody off guard so much. He was a part of FanDuel's Kick of Destiny Super Bowl ad campaign. And he had already appeared in a teaser with Rob Gronkowski. And FanDuel says, we are adjusting our campaign accordingly out of respect for the family during this time of grief. So in, in it, you know, it was like Rob Gronkowski showing up in the Mandalorian set, you know, just the open abyss of life. He's walking Sandy below him. Rob Gronkowski's hair has grown out, long beard, long hair, like he was on the final day of Castaway. <laughs> and then Carl Weathers shows up as that bounty hunter character that he played on The Mandalorian. And he's sort of like, get in the sidecar. And because Rob Gronkowski is going to be redoing his kick of destiny, as he did last year live during the Super Bowl. Oh. But he was a part of that. And so there was, again, uh, nothing that anybody knew about this. I suppose the one small silver lining is that he passed away in his sleep, which for the person passing away is the best, best way you possible. could go. But I always think of the person in the house who finds them. Ugh. Because it's a peaceful way to go for the person, but for everybody else, you think someone is like sleeping in. And then you go to get them, and they've passed away. I mean, that must be a really tough moment for the people who find yeah, yeah. their loved ones having so passed sad. away. That is so sad. He seemed like he was healthy and fit. and I even know a story. Of, I know, and they say, like, natural cause. I don't know. A 76? It could be an aneurysm, you know. It could be yeah, anything. I wonder if they will, um, if they'll run a full autopsy to figure out. You know what it was. Was it heart? Was it a heart attack? You right. Know, was it aneurysm? What right. was it that was so sudden? But I know. Oh gosh, who did I hear this story from years ago? And this is dark. And I'm sorry, Donna. It's fine. But it was of like a husband and wife, and they were getting ready to go to church. She needed a little more time. Ran upstairs to put finishing touches on the makeup. Came downstairs, and her husband was had passed away. In the chair. So she had left him, and it's like, hang on one second. All right, I'm coming. Hang on, hang on. And then a couple minutes later, comes downstairs, and someone has passed away because some of these cardiac events happen so suddenly where you quite literally drop dead. I'm getting a life alert. You should. See, I can't get one for you because it would be rude, and I'd be an ageist. But if you got one for yourself, it'd be empowering in femaleness. Shut up. Donna, <laughs> I bet you could bedazzle it. You could do all sorts of stuff. Listen, a week ago when I thought I was having a heart attack in my car, I would have loved a life alert. I would have clicked the crap out of that thing. Wow. Wow. All right, tell me about the SNL cast member. This is kind of a surprising headline. Shane Gillis. I gotta look this guy up. He got the job alongside uh, Bo and Yang. And who else was hired back in 2019? Uh, Sarah Sherman. Oh, yeah, I like her. Uh, I believe they're all uh, cast together. But 
He then four days later, after they announced new cast members, he was let go because, you know, according to the headlines, there were previous uh, hurtful, unacceptable language that he had used that had popped up. Okay. He had used this online. So then he has since appeared on a bunch of podcasts. He is has a Netflix comedy special. Yeah. I guess he's appeared on some podcasts which reference cancel in the title of the podcast, you know. Okay. So sort of leaned into the those cancel culture, like what's going on here? Sort of places to speak, I guess. Anyway, he's now gonna be hosting SNL. What? They're not saying, hey, you can come back. Do you want to be a cast member now? Now he's gonna be hosting. The show, which I just thought was a little bit surprising. Well, um, it kind of takes away the any kind of conviction you thought SNL had about some offensive jokes he made. Or maybe, what, maybe uh, is there grace in there? Is it like, okay, walk it out, learn, do better? For his part, Gillis has said in interviews that the podcast segments featuring him using what's been described as racist, racist and homophobic slurs were taken out of context. A representative for SNL, meanwhile, uh, described them as offensive, hurtful, and unacceptable when announcing his firing. But now Shane Gillis, once fired from Saturday Night Live before ever appearing on an episode of the show, will host the February 24th installment with 21 Savage as the musical guest. All right. I also heard 21 Savage. I think Trevor Noah said 21 Savage already has a billion streams this year. This year? That's 21 Savage, guys. Wow. Wow. Wow, that's impressive. Why is everyone talking about Navaj? <laughs> wow. Nobody is. Okay. All right, let's talk Grammys when we come back after a dirt alert with Leah. That's next.